Well, hey, 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 hey. This is your boy Reese. And Angie on the red. On the red couch. On the red couch. Again, good to see you again. Good to hear you again. Hey, good hey. Meet you again. Hopefully you're listening and enjoying what's been said thus far. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. We like made it another week. week. Well, right. we have another day or two to go, so another no. day. But it's the weekend. It's the weekend. You know how they say it's we the weekend. We are already counting Friday. We don't wait for that, that clock to strike, whatever need to strike. Once Thursday here, we like, it's the weekend. Once yeah. you leave work for Thursday evening, you're, you're like, it's the weekend. I got one more day at this joint. You know, and some of us may work weekends and Saturdays and sometimes Sundays, yeah, or what have you. But it's but still definitely starts now. Right. A days on Thursdays, right? And then yeah. Friday mornings when you wake up, you sometimes we wake up with a little bit more kick, yeah, because checks in the mail or checks in the account, and we already think find a way to go spend it. Yeah, and it's right. the last day of work, and it's the weekend. Yes, it's the weekend. So happy. Friday to everybody. Glad you made it to the end of the week. And today we want to have some interesting conversation as usual. As usual, we have um, exponential stories from raising 11 runts. I mean, 11 children. Yeah. He has a habit of calling our children runts. They're not runts. Well, when they was little, I called them crumb snatchers. <laughs> <laughs> And crumb then, snatcher like, like, meaning that like, they was always getting the crumbs out your hand <laughs> and then as they got older we, I call them need moles the older they got the more they needed the need moles you guys he really is a crumb they get the crumb snatching thing from you why is that only this man will go to a restaurant with me and sit and wait on me to get done eating my portion then he reaches over into my plate so that is cl- clarified to me as being a crumb snatcher, no, a dad crumb snatcher. That's, that's Paul being what? <laughs> that's just a cleanup man. That's uh, and, and not wasting, not wasting money. <laughs> <laughs> that's being, as he says, frugal. Frugal. Come on, say it with me. Frugal. Yeah, that's kind of a thing in the house. Um, but listen, um, <laughs> we're just um, happy to be here Friday. We thank God for that that we made. Yes. Thank God that you made it. Another week made over the so-called hump day. Um, we actually use our Wednesdays as, we don't use it as a hump day. We use it as a uh, as a word day. We have a midday manor um, taught by uh, Elder like Simmons and mm-hmm. just full of wisdom. And so we use that. If you go on the line and um, we, we get rid of the hump day part. And we, we, we call it eat day. We get some more food, some more nourishment, some more spiritual nourishment to get us finish out the weekend with encouragement, with, with um, you know, manifestations of what has happened thus far. You know, sometimes we leave Sunday and sometimes people are back um, in the battle on Wednesday and sometimes seeing a struggle with different things. So we kind of, you know, put up um, in between word segments, only like 20 minutes. Yeah. And um, but it's always powerful. It's, it's always a powerful twenty minutes that he gives, awesome word every Wednesday. Yes, it is. So we kind of done away with the hump day because uh, we don't want to be in depression with with God's glory. God has done so many things, so many great things, and we want to constantly give him honor and appreciate what he has done. Sometimes we don't have what we want, 
Um, but we definitely, he's definitely supplied our needs and kept us, kept us blessed. Speaking of blessings and money, you have some questions you wanted to ask. You wanted to ask. You have some thoughts you wanted to provoke on this morning. Well, I'm always coming up with thoughts. You know, you're always saying that I'm the one that you're always saying that I have so many questions, yeah. and you always tell our, our children that you people that my that I have I ask so many questions. I'm all I guess my mind is always thinking about different things and. You know we're you know we're in a in a place now where we're thinking about money and I think the world is actually thinking about money and making ends meet and families are always thinking about budgeting and people are thinking about investing money mm -hmm. and so you know I kind of was I was kind of thinking this week about um, money and budgeting money and so it kind of brought my mind down to the question and the question that was on my mind was when it comes to children at what age do you start actually talking to them about budgeting and also what are your thoughts about allowances do you think people still give allowances to their children or do you think that allowances are important or do you think that nowadays a lot of us parents are just buying children what they want or do you think that there really is a need for allowance i mean what are your thoughts about that because i can just say a little bit about that and when I was younger I remember my 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 parents giving my sister and I allowances I, I, I can't remember what they gave us every week but it helped us we weren't working we were too young to work and so I thought that you know that it was the coolest thing ever because every week you know my mom got paid dad got paid and they gave us an allowance and this kind of allowed at the time for me and my older sister to be able to budget our money. And I think it helped us learn how to budget early on. Mm -hmm. um, we would take our money up and we would sit down and see how much we had and we'd save and we'd buy gifts together and we'd do all types of things, you know, with our money. Of course, we'd buy our little snacks and things. But I think that early on, it taught us the beneficial of spending. Spending. And saving. I think, yeah, spending and saving because, again, we collaborated as kids on holidays. And I think that a lot of times our parents would look at us and they'd wonder how did we come up with these gifts. And we actually took the time out to sit down and to say, this is what we're going to get our parents. And you give that much and I'll give this much. And then we can go in and do this together. And I really think that early on it gave us a sense of again budgeting and structuring and and I don't think that it was a it was really our parents paying us for chores although if that's what you do for your family that's I think that that's okay too but I think that it just was something just to put in our pockets just to show us early on really how to budget hmm. the value of money and how to budget I agree so I what agree. are your thoughts about allowances and budgeting when do you think that that should be put into place with with kids and teenagers the the thought of budgeting what do you what are your thoughts on budgeting well i, I must say i've been knowing you all for a while and I, I always thought it was pretty amazing how you and your sister came up with money and had gifts for everybody with, yeah. you know with the money y'all made when y'all was working at the library i think yeah. it was that was our first job. Right. And I was like, library. I know how y'all buy all this stuff. You know, so y'all was pretty, so I thought that was pretty cool yeah. of unity. Um, did y'all notice how first thing she said, she said spending first, then save? I was just wondering, did you know? 
Is that a female thing that spending first then save? You know, spending spending is the first thing come out your mouth. Yeah. Our thoughts is spend first then save. I don't know if that's. I think it's spending like buying the things that you need. Yeah. As well. Yeah. I things that you want, yeah. but then buying things that you also need too. Right, right. And I think that. Well, you should treat yourself after, a, a, you know, a, a, after a check earned. Yeah. Treat yourself. Some may figure, okay, my treat is saving and putting up and watching the account grow. You know, but, you know, to each his own. I don't know. You know, I think I, you know. But what do you think the equation is again for? For allowances? For allowances for kids I, I and think, budgeting. I think, um, I think it's a good thing. I think that um, it helps them. It teaches them the value first. I st- we started ours. I started ours. Ours out early on, especially my sons. Uh, my daughters was kind of, um, I think later. Um, reason why I started my sons out first would give them allowance, because I wanted to, I wanted them I wanted them to develop a work ethic, and I wanted them to work, you know, and you know as they did their chores and the importance of completing and seeing it through, and you know finishing the project whatever they was given. You know, and there was reward. So I wanted to develop them in in, in them a work ethic mm-hmm. of um, of um, of work, and yeah. um, and you know things like that. So my the reason why I took a little long for my daughters because, you know, daddy babied them. So it's like I mean, and you know, they knew that you know after what you know whatever I need, daddy's gonna get. So I really didn't need any money at that you know that mm-hmm. early on. Yeah. But I started my sons off early. Because again, I wanted them to have. I wanted them to learn the value of money. As men. As men, yeah. right? Men make men. You know the deepness of there. I don't know why his voice gets extra oh, absolutely deep. Absolutely, right? That. You know, there was a thing I said about. Uh, <laughs> it was off track. There was a thing I said about men. I says, uh, "Men of duty." It was a, a slogan I wrote. It says, uh, "Men, we should be. We should be known not only from the depth of our voice." But from the deepness, no, that's not it. We should not only be known from the depth of our voice, but we should also be known from the things we do. Something to that aspect, the deep things we do in life. Okay. Some, something like that. But we should not only be, you know, our voice automatically gets deep when we talk about men. But we should not only be known from the depth of our voice. We should, but not, we should, all, we should also be known for the deeds. There it is. There it is. We should also be known for the deeds that we do, not only by the depths of our voice, you know, so that, so that. It's a very interesting quote. Yeah. You change the world by the deeds you do, not by the depth of your voice, not by how you portray, you know, um, you have to do something, not just speak something. You know, we got a lot of uh, motivational speakers, which is good. A lot of motivational speakers, and, and they often, you know, say, you know, you're good. Talk about it, but you know, um, be about it. You know, yeah. um, I had a cousin told me he says, you know, it's time out. You know, instead of being a Christian, let's be a Christian and do things. You know, don't just say I'm a Christian, but don't do nothing to be a Christian. You know, so I started my sons off with that for for those reasons, for work ethic mm-hmm. and the value of money. And so with that, I was able to show them, you know, how to put their money in, in a wallet, how to conceal big bills, you know, where it should be. Oh, tell them what, tell the, tell the, tell the audience what you did the other day with the baby girl. No, I ain't got to that part yet. And, so, the, and the money. And the money. So I do my son, like, <laughs> put the big bills under the, under the bottom. 
Because, you know, when somebody asks you for some money, you know, you can give them what they ask for. You know, if they ask for a couple of dollars, they give them $2 because that's on top. But if you put your big bills up top and they ask you for $2, actually for $5, and you pull out 20s, you got to dig the 20s to get the 5, they were like, bro, can I get 10? (laughs) Right, right. So just a a theology that, (laughs) anyway, that's what I, that's what I taught them. You know, they do it, put their big bills at the bottom, keep your money in your wallet, put put their wallet in your front pocket, not your back. So in other words, they're putting dollars on top and then $5. Five, ten, twenties. Right, hundred dollars don't t- t- don't 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 keep with you. Put them in the bank. Twenty dollars, put them in the bank. You should have nothing but singles and fives. That'd be it. Especially nowadays. Nowadays, everybody uses cards and plastic. Yeah, everybody's using cards. Right, yeah. right. So, so I started my daughters off, you know, the same way. Um, and so when I would give allowances, at one time everybody was like on payroll. It was like, I mean. I was kind of like, you know, $200 a check, two, three hundred dollars that's including the wife, that's like two, three hundred dollars a check just to... Just to dispense money. Just to give, pick, you know, give money in their pocket so they can have, so they can learn value, so they can learn um, value of themselves, yeah. Yeah. so they can budget, so they can save. And we have something that, we have some that was amazing savers, like, how much money are you getting? You know, they come up with gifts and Father's Day and birthday and Mother's yeah, Day. Yeah, you have to stop and say, okay, so right, where, right. You, where are you getting this where, money, where you from? Getting money from? And they're like, I saved it. Right, right. Which was a good feeling to know that your, you know, your kid is saving money. But right. but then we had some that, of course, we saw that just totally blew through their money. Blew through their money. And then come Father's Day and Mother's Day, oh, you know, I love you. I got no money, though. You're like, well, I gave you money. <laughs> I don't know why you got, but right. I gave you money. Right. You've been on payroll the whole year. You have, money to get, you have enough to get a card. Right, right. <laughs> you have enough to get a card, at least. I didn't give you. Bar. I didn't give you money all year, and you birthday the same day every year, and you ain't got nothing. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, and so what happened was that it was something because as as the older ones, when they found work, they knew they was getting off payroll. Your daddy's payroll. Yeah, daddy, mom and dad's mom and dad's payroll. Because uh, mama would give out the chores, and I would give them. The, you know, that was the I was giving the payroll. So if they weren't doing their chores, they, they was you know, they was getting there was deductions happening. I can remember that deductions. Yeah, and so so when the, when the one would start work, you know, they would get off the payroll, and then their money would roll over to the next to the next, the oldest. next oldest. Yeah, so. Um, but it's been a blessing over the years. Well, almost thirty years we've been ro- yeah. running payroll, giving kids allowances. So, I, so you asked a question. I think is I think it's important. And I think I think um, I started my sons at like probably like eight, eight. Nine. I would think eight or nine. I think the girls probably went to the. I think the girls got when they got on allowance when they got to like they preteen, like thirteen years old. Um, but the boys are starting mighty earlier. Because I want them to, you know, be, and then it was a sense of responsibility because there was a when their sisters needed money, yeah. they would always ask their older brothers, and so just a sense of of, of, of maturity of yeah. uh, of loving of um, of taking care, you know, just it was all around thing. I just want to install in them, and it's still like that to this day. Yeah, it is. Believe it or not, it's still like that to this day. All of them, they, you know, if there any one of the daughters in need. They look to their brothers, you know, and they, 
and them brothers that they, come together and especially them baby girls they look to their brothers and they come up with yeah they come up with a couple hundred just just <laughs> just talking to their brothers you know but i saw that in them sons early on, early on to take care of their sisters and um and it still goes on to this day and so the daughters and you asked a question about my baby girl so my baby girl, when she turned 13, I said, well, baby girl, you finna get you on, because the, the last one started work. I said, well, I'm going to roll her money over to you. And um, well, I didn't roll the whole portion over. I kind of split it up. I kind of increased mom's. Um, but anyway, so baby girl started her. She was all excited, whatever. So we was at the movies, and she did not know what to do with her money. Right, she had she was getting popcorn. We were getting yeah, food, and she was stuffing it down her. She was thing. stuffing it in her wallet, and and I went back to let me show you how I taught you the brothers. So let me pull you over to the side. Let me show you how I do this baby girl. Same rules apply, even though you're the baby girl and don't don't really want oh, for yeah. don't really want for nothing. She can just you must know how to you must know how to run your keep money your money in in order. order. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So she the baby girl, though she don't really. She she can spend her money in one day and she'll still be okay. She'll still get that's pretty much whatever that's, she wants. Man, that's a shame. <laughs> man, that's such a shame. That's such she a shame. She'll still get whatever she wants from somebody, that's whether it's her shame. dad, her sisters, yeah. her brothers. She, she'll find a way to get it. And she come out on top and she knows it. Yeah. She knows she's got baby girl power. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I, you know, I just, and again, just to go back and reiterate, I just really. I just really do, you know, and I know if you know if each parent can do what they can, and 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 to me it doesn't matter. The amount is not the important thing. I don't Absolutely. think. I think that the value of the whole thing, right, is the point that we're making because you know you you know sometimes you would give a kid a two dollars for just little things that they do, or you know, and or just you know just say, okay, this is something a little something for you, and I think that. You know that the you know the child could be like okay you know what uh, you know like mom and dad gave me this little money and you know what I'm gonna you know I'm gonna save it or I'm gonna take this little money and buy myself a candy bar or whatever but you know I think that still in today's world I think that a lot of I think that's where you this whole thing is just kind of confusing now it's just so different because a lot of kids now you know we're investing in getting these these giving giving them these big ticket items it's right. no more like of a allowance not as much you more hear that you hear more that we're we're giving our kids you know cell phones and uh you know really expensive things and tablets and you know just really expensive things right. and sometimes you know i think that that can be a problem because it kind of uh it kind of hinders they don't learn they don't learn the value of self-worth and or budgeting and they think that everything should be given to them at their disposal hence the reason yeah. why we live in the age of entitlement now. yeah the age for is kind of entitlement when it comes to family and sometimes with kids and i you know and sometimes to you know to budget out and give and again like i said it, it depends on you know, on what you want to give your child, how much that your income is, you know, right. that you want. It's no big, it's, it's not for me to say how much, you know, to give your child, unless you kind of ask my opinion. But I think overall, we don't want to generalize that and just say, okay, give them this amount. I think that everybody, you know, gives what they, you know, what they want to give to their child or whatever. Right. But I think the thing that we're trying to get, you know, people to understand is that, you I'm, know, it's just, you know, is to show, you know, is to take the time to show them that, okay, 
this is what I gave you and kind of be a good learn to be a good steward over that Amen. and That's learn how to do with the money and what do you want to do with it. Maybe I maybe out of two dollars I want to spend one dollar and the other dollar maybe I feel like I'll save it. But it's all the whole dynamic of the whole system that I think we're right. kind of talking about. Right. And it's just something how really, you know, we've kind of gotten away from that and Again, I think that that's why sometimes we find that our children start being kind of ungrateful. Ungrateful. Because they haven't really taken the time out to try to learn that early and, and kind of earn it. Even if you, you know, even if you, you know, you find yourself, you know, giving them a dollar here, a dollar there for chores, for washing dishes or drying dishes. You know, it's still a part of the system to me of earning. Right, of earning. Of earning, learning the heart, or learning the value of earning it, and then being a good steward over it, and then I like what you said. And then budgeting. I think. Um, yeah. I think we as parents, you know, there's a, we we have responsibility. The whole point is, the children. First, the Bible tells us the children are reward, and then we have responsibility to make them um, an asset to this life we live, to this world, to this community. And if they don't learn self-worth, I think the mistake is made that we give too much too soon and then they don't they don't enjoy th- they have nothing to look forward to. A child, one of my one of our children asked me, asked me for something, asked she wanted she wanted to get something done. And um and I said, no, not yet. Um, um because I don't really have a problem with it. But you know, I'm gonna wait till she gets like turn 18 or something like that, because if you give them too much too soon, then they have nothing else to look forward to. Then they, then they, 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 they step off into other stuff, you know, that's way behind, way before their time. I remember, yeah. I remember as the sons, some of the sons got older, and you know, you know, we, we, this is life. We Christians, we pastors or whatever, but life happens. This is still reality that goes on. Children get older and they will experiment. The time is coming down. Um, and I, I remember telling some of the older mothers to listen. Um, um, don't don't do nothing that's gonna have your brother, you know, uh, experiencing something before his time. And uh, you can read between lines if you want, but children always, when they're out of your sight, when they get a certain age, they're gonna experiment with things, uh, whether it's alcohol or, or whatever. And I always say, you know, uh, don't don't expose your sibling to nothing else before their time. Now, if you're out of the house and you're gonna do something, and your sibling say, "Well, I'm gonna go stay with my, spend a night with my brother or my sister," I always send that memo. You out of my house, you know what my rules were, and kids will experiment. And I always say, now, nah, if your sibling's over there, they might not be ready for your experimentation. They don't expose them to nothing that, that, that they're not ready for. So the same token, if you give kids stuff too soon, they have nothing else to look forward to. Mm-hmm. You know, um, cell phones at seven and eight, to me, my opinion, ridiculous. Now, children are more advanced. Don't get me wrong. They know stuff, what have you. Um, but after a while, their cell phone's going to get boring. By the time you get 18, 17, 15, they're going to be boring, you know, um, which can which can be a good thing because then um, they go, okay, well, what else is there? Oh, it can go the other way. A girl, okay, I'm bored at 15. I done had all the cell phone. I done had all the Instagram. I done did all the Facebook. I done hear that, this, such, and such. Yeah. Um, now, now I'm bored. Who's that cute boy over there? 
that's already 18 and I'm only 15. Come on, somebody, as Deacon would say. <laughs> because now they're bored, you see. They, they're not, they don't, they, 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 their mind is, is past where their child, a childhood should be enjoyed. There, there are things that need to happen that they need to enjoy, don't you think? Yeah, I do. I really you know, do. male and female, they need to live life in childhood, you know, best days of my life, childhood. You know, I mean, how many of us, raise your hand, how many of us wish we can go back to just some parts? In a split second. Right. I have to say in a split second. Right. And so, um. So I, I think that, you know, trying to curve that and keep that balanced, you know, you want to teach them values of life, but you also want them to enjoy their childhood. You want them to grow up balanced. They grow up balanced and strong. Um, and then they, they gain wisdom in their time and, you know, things need, they're going to hit their heads. They're going to make mistakes. You know, they're going to, you know, fall. Yeah. You know, all this a part of growing up. You know, it's to make it of a man or a woman. That's right. You know, so, um, so I think allowances. You know, I think I think money's good. Um, I think allowances are good. I think it teaches children certain values. Some of our children to this day, they still they still balance their money the same way as they did when they was getting their allowance at nineteen yeah, years old. That's true. They go and write everything down on paper every week. They get paid. You know, and you got some that seem like they don't have a clue. They don't have a clue. They just go in circles. They just spinning and spinning and spinning, and you know, um, so it's it's interesting raising them. The eleven, all of them have different personalities. All of them have different spending habits. Notice we said spending habits. Very not few saving. Not saving. Very <laughs> few have good saving habits. Some have great saving habits now. Um. Saving habits to the point they stingy. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And that's something because I was wondering just what you just saying saving. I'm I'm curious to know. Do remember back when we were younger? I don't know if you remember that, but I remember having a piggy bank. I'm wondering, do we have do kids actually have piggy bank? Have piggy banks? Do parents still have piggy banks, or is a piggy bank piggy bank playing out dated? <laughs> <laughs> Piggy bank might be played out, baby. I think the piggy bank is dated. Yeah. I think now people, are, I think more people are into. I think they tried to start the piggy bank with little, the grandbaby, and every time we went in, it wasn't nothing but pennies. Folks yeah. put quarters in it. Folks put dollars of quarters I, in there. Yeah, but, I just remember being younger. Actually, yeah, having a piggy bank, and and yeah, we were putting dollars and and money into our piggy banks, but. You know, I I just was wondering. I know that's you know, yeah. I, I mean, I'm just wondering. You know, if well, I think I think banks. I think allowances are good. I think um, I think it sets value, and um, I think it sets value in that child. You know, um, it, it keeps them it keeps them working. It 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 changes their mindset about. I think I think I think it changes the work ethic. Same way in the kids yeah. go to school. If you know if they go to school on a free on pay everything paid for, they don't have to do nothing for themselves. They don't take it as seriously. They don't. They don't. They don't become they don't financially independent. It. Right. And they I think that that's it. the goal. We really want to make sure that we have young adults and eventually adults that are, you know, that are good financial, you know, mm-hmm. people that know how to work their money and you know. Right. And 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 they are and they are financially independent. They don't wind up being those those kids or those 
adults that wind up being on talk shows years from now. (laughs) And their adult parents are saying, my child won't move out and my child still wants me to buy him stuff. And he's like 28 and 25 and 30. Have you ever seen? I'm sure we've all seen those shows where... People are still living with their parents at such older ages and with money. They are still asking their parents for money at older ages. And it's really, it really screams alert. Right, right. It really screams out an alert to me. But it helps. It helps. It helps so that they don't develop into that type of adult. So. But before we close, I want to read this verse, um, something that we... Um, Let's keep in mind, it says, um, the Psalms 127, verse 3 through 5. Behold, children are inheritance from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man whose quiver is full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gates. So our, our responsibility is to prepare our children as arrows to shoot directly and be an asset to change lives. Yes? Mm-hmm. All right. We thank you for your listening. This has been Reese and Angie on the Red on Couch. The Red Couch. Um, hopefully your Friday's good. Get ready for the weekend. Yes. Uh, actually, don't, don't party too hard, but do enjoy life. Yes? Yeah. Yes, do enjoy life until we will catch you on next week next week next friday same time same place same people same place if you got a topic you want to talk about want to get our opinion yeah hit us up at lfcchurch1 at gmail.com gmail.com lfcchurch1 dot lfcchurch1 at gmail.com um you want to find out a little bit more in depth about the family or the thoughts of um of uh, lady angie simmons um check out her book you know 11 from heaven and you can find that at where? Through the Gates of Motherhood. You can go to my blog, 11fromheaven.com. And also, if you'd like to order a copy of my book, 11fromheaven.com, the address to that is 11 from Heaven, P.O. Box 362, uh, Moni, Illinois, 60449. And send a money order. 1995 money order to that address and I will get that book to you in a few days alrighty amazing woman 11 children author and a song and a songstress and career people and career owns her own hair business um, all the above and still keeps us intact yeah. I don't know how she does alright we've talked enough we love you all love you guys we'll talk soon on the red couch Bye-bye. Bye-bye.